Hey everyone, it's me, Chris Wesley, with a little special announcement before we begin this week's episode uh, 145, Take a Vacation. It's actually a reboot of episode 32. So if you haven't been listening to the church podcast long, we're going to take you back into the time machine to listen to an important um, episode about taking a vacation, which I know might sound a little bit tough during these uh, unprecedented times in the words of John Ronaldo, but nonetheless, it's still important for us to take a break to take a step back and to breathe. So hopefully you're listening to this on the beach or by a lake or maybe just in a little staycation in a quiet place in your home. But hopefully you're finding rest during this time. Sit back, enjoy episode 145, Take a Vacation. Here we go. Welcome to the Church Podcast, talking all things ministry so you can do church better. I'm your co-host, Chris Wesley, joined by the always fantastic John Ronaldo. John, how you doing, man? I'm doing really good. Life is good. Uh, we're getting closer and closer and closer to summer. I know, right? I mean, actually, uh, by the time this airs, it is past Memorial Day uh, weekend, and uh, that's always the unofficial official kickoff to summer, depending on how you look at it. I know for a lot of uh, the... Uh, actually, this is a good question because you're on the uh, West Coast. On the East Coast, that's usually a, a big sign of when pools and beaches really become open. You know, mm. uh, people will open up their beach houses if they, uh, you know, are seasonal. Um, and it goes from Memorial to Labor Day. Would you say that it's the same thing out there in uh, California and the rest of the West Coast? Yeah, that's pretty standard. Uh, Memorial Day is kind of that unofficial kickoff. And, and, you know, although we've got beautiful weather all year round that we can go to the beach in the middle of December if we want. Uh, the reality is, you know, people start gearing up on Memorial Day. They use that three-day weekend, like, okay, summer's here, so let's start changing our minds right. uh, and our thoughts in terms of what's happening this summer. And really, until Memorial Day, it's like, I'm not sure I've given it much thought in terms of the summer, other than maybe if I'm planning a vacation or something. Well, and it's funny, too, because you go around the country and people start and end school at different times. Um, here in Maryland, uh, we'll wrap up at the end of May, early June, so around this time. And then, um, but I know uh, relatives I have in uh, Ohio are already wrapped up and uh, friends of ours in Georgia, same thing. And they'll start then in early August. And so it's kind of, it's interesting in that regards. Um, But uh, yeah, uh, I would agree. Memorial Day weekend is kind of that, let's get in the summer mode. And it was actually one of the reasons why in youth ministry, I stopped going past Memorial Day weekend. I used to, um, I used to go, um, you know, all the way up to Father's Day weekend, and we would just see a huge drop off a- after Mother's Day. And we decided, you know, with Mother's Day and Memorial Day weekend and all those things, we're just going to end early May and then kick back up again in July with some summer programming. Um, but you know, with summer programming comes the challenge of uh, finding a rest because I don't know about you. I've been out of high school for a while. I've been out of college for a while, but I still feel that urge to be on vacation when it's summertime. How about you? I think more so now that I have kids and my wife is also a school teacher. And so mm. during the summer, like my whole family is off except mm. for me, <laughs> you know, and so I'm like still trucking along and, and doing work or whatever like that. Uh, 
you know, and so I really want to, like, I really, mm-hmm. I, I, I want to be home. I want to hang out. I want to go to the pool. I want to go do whatever, you know, because my whole family is. So I definitely, definitely still have that urge, partly because of the stage, obviously, that my kids are in and, and my wife and her profession. Uh, so I, I love summer and I want to be home. I mean, really like, I want to be home. I want to be home, you know, so, so we try to figure that out. Yeah, that's the one thing that uh, I am jealous of teachers about. I, I, I would never want to be a teacher except for the fact that they get the whole summer off. Nah, it and, depends, uh, on, depends on where you're at, right? You know, because some, some like year-round schooling is becoming much more popular too. And so, yes. so I don't know if that's an, that, that would be an interesting topic to talk about certainly too in, in our podcast is how do we deal with different school schedules mm. when it comes to say faith formation and youth ministry? Because yes. it's not the same schedule. Right, right. And that's one complication. But uh, let's talk about vacations, right? So I got a good uh, question to uh, start out. What was your most favorite vacation you've ever taken, including childhood and adulthood? Like, Oh, you... man. And, and let's narrow it down. Summer vacation. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, my favorite vacation probably was a cruise. There are two, uh, I've, I've only been on two cruises, uh, and both of them were awesome. <laughs> just everything about a cruising was just so much fun. And so one was for my honeymoon. When yeah. we, my wife and I got married 10 years ago, we did an Eastern Mediterranean cruise, which was incredible. Like just, that was my first cruise ever. And I'm just like, oh my God, like this is what cruising is all about. Oh my God, it's so awesome. Uh, <laughs> And then the second one was actually, I went on a Disney cruise uh, one time for seven days uh, with actually my in-laws and they wanted to, to, to go on a Disney cruise. I'm like, okay, I'm, I have nothing against Disney, so let's go. And really this is when, with my kids as well. And they had a blast and it was really, really just, oh, it was relaxing. It was great. It was entertaining. Uh, Disney does it right. I mean, Disney does a lot of things right and they do their cruises right too. Wow. I mean, if you could have named uh, one thing that was more anxious ridden for me than going to Disney World or going on a cruise, it's a Disney cruise. Oh, and I know that there are awesome. people who have, I, you know, for me, uh, I took the, uh, I, I say I took the kids very loosely because I had a, a very generous um, family, uh, um, a family member who uh, helped uh, my family make it to Disney World last year. And I'll admit, as much as uh, I'm not a huge Disney guy, I had a good time. All right. So I'm not going to say that I didn't have a good time. You heard it here, folks. All right. You heard it here first. Chris but, likes Disney. Uh, all right. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I don't know if I could say I like it, but I enjoyed it. You know, kind of like how you would enjoy um, a shiatsu massage. You know, it's painful, but at the end, you're glad you did it. So um, for me, like going to Disney World, I, I would never, I have a hard time planning it. My kids are already asking when we're going to go back. My wife and I have said after Star Wars, uh, Star Wars World is opening up. Um, and they're like, so next summer, we're like, no, 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 the lines have to calm down. So probably, uh, you know, when you guys are 25, <laughs> yeah, and you can go on your own, that's when you'll go back. Um, and then cruises, uh, as much as I love sailing and being on boats, being on a giant boat with potential people that I might not like uh, and, you know, uh, or... I've just, I've seen that movie Poseidon way too many times where the boat flips over and people die. And uh, I just know that I'm going to be one of those people. So anyway, um, good for you. Uh, For (laughs) me, yeah, yeah, for me, uh, my favorite vacation of all time was, you know, the, 
it was the last, and this sounds bad, but hear me out. It was the last summer before we had kids where my wife was pregnant. No one knew except for us. And we went up to Wells Beach, uh, Maine. And, uh, you know, I actually took two weeks off. I, I went up ahead, visited friends and everything like that. And then she met me up there and we spent the whole week, uh, a little uh, more than a week at her aunt's beach house in Wells uh, Beach, Maine. And if you've never been to Maine, um, I think they have, uh, one, it's, it's one of my favorite states, but their beaches are incredible. If you, if you like that, you know, uh, stoic, uh, uh, kind of beach with, the uh, not the kind that you lay out on to get sun, suntan and everything like that, but kind of that pic- picturesque sort of beach. And for me, it was great because it was this calming experience where I really felt God communicating to, to Kate and I, uh, preparing us for parenthood and everything. And uh, yeah, it was just, it, it was great. It was relaxing. It was fun. And I think a huge part of it too uh, was not just where it was, but how long it was. Um, and one of the reasons we're talking about vacation is not because, you know, John and I are burnt out and we're ready for that vacation time. Although uh, I would never refuse an instant vacation um, right away, but it's because I think it's something that we overlook a lot in ministry. You know, especially since uh, taking a Sabbath, resting is a huge aspect in our faith. Yet there's so many of us in church ministry that mess that up. And granted, it's summertime when we talk about summer vacation, but we want to talk about vacation throughout the entire year. So, John, um, as someone who has worked in different positions throughout the church and, and diocese and ministries and everything like that, where do you think was the most challenging time to take vacation? Oh, it was definitely when I was a parish youth, youth and young adult ministry coordinator. Uh, you know, it was challenging only because there was so much that we could do in the parish. There's so much that I wanted to do in terms of the ministry that, um, that we kept going. And I was a, a big proponent of, of doing programming year round. And, and so there was certainly there's an aspect of, especially, especially in faith formation and youth ministry, it's like, look, the kids are off during the summer, so let's be off as well, right? That's not true for everybody, but that was certainly true in where I was at doing ministries. It seemed like a lot of people were like, it's like, we're going to work for 10 months, you know, and then we're off for entire summer. And, I, and I'm sitting there going, well, summer is, for me, that's when kids are more likely to potentially get involved because they do have some break time and they're around. If they're not traveling, they're, they're there hanging out. They don't have to get up early for school necessarily. And so it was challenging in the sense that you did kind of all the normal stuff during the school year. And then you wanted to do all this great stuff during the summer as well. And so, so things kind of kept, you know, going. And if I wasn't intentional, then I didn't take vacation. I didn't take that time out to, to go and rest or travel or go see family or, or do whatever. So it was definitely when I was in parish ministry for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I've only really worked in parish ministry and it's interesting because, you know, uh, Grant, for, for, those of us, especially who work with kids and, and, and teenagers, it's really drilled into our mind. You know, summertime's coming, so it's that temptation for summer vacation, summer mode. You know, a lot of people shut down. But, you know, one of the things that I think churches can do to really create a healthy culture is encourage vacation culture anytime throughout the year. I mean, with the exception of a few. Like, don't – well, and this all depends, I guess, on the church dynamics. You might not want to encourage vacations right before Christmas or right before Easter – uh, depending on what your church does. I know some places are um, pretty open to, to that stuff. But basically, yeah, um, um, 
I, I think if you can encourage your staff to say, you know what, it's okay to take vacation in late September or, you know, mid-February or March, or you, you might find that uh, you, you create a year-round um, ministry that doesn't lose momentum. Um, but you also find people who aren't like hitting May, June, completely burnt out as well. And so the question though comes, uh, I, I mean, it all, of course, comes from the pastor. You know, uh, if you're um, overseeing a church, you want to make sure you set that precedent and set that tone. But I think for the rest of us who aren't priests or who aren't pastors, we have to encourage that culture as well. Um, so this might sound like a weird kind of question or a weird conversation, but John, what would you say are the best practices you've seen in taking vacation? Take vacation. All right. So yeah, you know, it, it's, I, I know, I know you're kind of being funny, but also serious at the same time, but oh, explain, that, explain that more. I mean, like seriously. So, so look, here we go. Look, we know you're dedicated. We know that you're committed to ministry. Okay. No, no one's questioning that and, and taking time off to whether it's sick time because you're sick or a family member sick or because you need a break or you want to go on a vacation is not a bad thing. There's a reason that, especially for full-time exempt employees, that we build vacation hours into, into the year. And so you earn it. So use it. It's actually part, technically part of your compensation too. You know, as a staff member, it's like vacation is part of your pay. And it's really interesting to me that in the United States is probably one of the only cultures that every year we, we let vacation hours lie and they're just there still piling up. And I know ministry colleagues who have like a million trillion hours of vacation, although there's always a cap of how much you can earn. I'm sitting there going, man, use that, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. and it's not until they get to the point, it's like, Oh man, I'm not accruing any more vacation hours, you know, that they're like, I guess I should take some vacation. Yeah. You know? And so I, I mean, for me, it really is, is, oh, it's, it's multiple fold. First of all, you got to use it. But second of all, as you were saying, Chris, ministry is, is tough and can be hard and, and we're going to need rest, right? Because you're constantly being authentic. You're constantly being vulnerable. You're constantly working with people uh, and, and engaging with the community because that's really what ministry is about. And so it's hard work. If you love it, you're going to pour a lot of time and energy into it. So really take that time. Uh, and whether it's in the summer, as you said, Chris, or other times of the year, use it. And for me, like I have found that I certainly summer is a great time to take vacation, but certainly I've done it after an intense period of time in ministry. And so, you know, right after Easter, for instance, you know, okay, there's a lot of us that work very, very hard in Holy Week and Easter. And yes, we've got sacraments and things like that. So maybe right after the sacrament season, we like, let's take a, let's take a short vacation. Let's take a week off and, you know, go travel or do a staycation. You know, it's not like you have to go travel and do anything. I've taken vacations where I'm just at home, you yeah. know, and I, I'm yeah. vegging and I'm watching movies and I'm sleeping in, you know, and right. uh, eating bad food, you know, and, and that's good too. So vacation doesn't have to be all crazy. Um, but I just use it. That's what it's there for. And, and it's just good for our health. Yeah, no, I mean, seriously. And uh, I, I like how you mentioned how so many of us just waste it, you know, and it's this gift. Uh, it, it's a, it's, it's not just a gift that we get from our organizations. It's also a right that we have, you know, I mean, technically we're supposed to have, uh, if we're accruing vacation, we have paid leave and uh, unless, 
you have a weird contract that's written out and then that's a whole nother HR issue. But, um, you know, uh, use, use that vacation. Um, and, and of course, you know, your, your pastor or your supervisor has the right to, uh, talk to you about when you can and, and, or when you should and shouldn't take vacation. There are appropriate and inappropriate times, but I really do think you got to make that a priority. So if you haven't made it a priority, uh, just look at your calendar for the next year and take that vacation. Now, this is my philosophy and I'd be interested in your thoughts, John. I think that everyone should try to at least take a uh, 10 day vacation, like a long vacation, no less than a week. I mean, I get sometimes taking more than a week logistically for the rest of the family might be really tough, especially if you're a family uh, person. But uh, you know, if you can take at least uh, 10 days to two weeks off uh, at one point, that's great. And then throughout the year, take three day weekends, four day weekends, or you know, smaller little vacations throughout the year to sort of pace yourself. So for me, I like to do my longer vacation in the summer. So even if my family goes away for a week, I'll take a couple of days on the front end and the back end to ease in and ease out. Because part of the reason with that is it takes me probably a day or two to disconnect from work, you know, to get rid of all that anxiousness about work and then a day or two to recover from maybe the drive that we took if we went up north or, you know, a flight or something like that. So to when you're scheduling that vacation, not to uh, schedule it right from, I leave work, I'm on vacation to, uh, I get back from vacation, I go right to work, but to give yourself some uh, easy time with that. And then, like I said, I'll plan some three-day weekends with the family, um, and then around Christmas time, uh, I'll take a couple days off between Christmas and New Year's um, in that regards. Uh, just curious, what are your thoughts on that? Is that similar to what you do? I'm a big fan of, of taking a, a large chunk of vacation at the same time because it does take time to decompress, mm -hmm. uh, you know, as you mentioned. And, and I have made the mistake where I, I fly back from who knows where and then the next day I go to work. And every time I go like, dang it, John, like, why do you do that to yourself? Like, it never works well. And mm -hmm. you get to work and you're just like, ah. So I agree, kind of some room on, on the other end of that for vacation. Mm -hmm. So we've gotten to the point where my, my wife and I kind of know this. We may leave right away for a vacation, um, but when, when we come back, we're kind of relaxing and chilling at home for, for a day or two before we go into it. And part of it is also just totally practical. is getting settled, right? It's like, okay, we got to do laundry. We got to unpack or, or whatnot. So, yeah, that was... Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, that's something that I learned from my wife because for me, it was like, let's get back and go straight to work. And she's like, yeah. no, we got to unpack the car and do the laundry and things like that. So yeah, yeah no, it's so true. Yeah. So yeah, multiple weeks, if you could do two weeks, 10 days, something on that, just to give that time because it does take the body time to, to decompress from all of that. Um, I'm a big fan. I do Christmas vacation again. See, I really try to mirror my own vacation with my kids, vac you know, vacation as much as possible. Uh, and so Christmas is definitely one of those times. I just try to take that entire week off between Christmas and New Year's. I know it's not practical for everybody, but um, really it, it becomes a slow time, I think, in so many ministries just because people are kind of all over the place or just relaxing or whatnot. And so I think it becomes one of those times. That it's just kind of, it's natural. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, even, even a lot of corporations just, give their employees just take it off because it's right. really, it's an unproductive week, you know, uh, and, it, and for many folks and, and it's not worth, you know, paying folks, you know, and so just give them the time off, especially if others around you are taking that time off to them. All right. So here's a big question kind of related to that. Do you ever take a vacation with just you? 
No, not, not in this phase of life I'm in right now. Now I may take a day off and just do my own thing. You know, kids are still in school and daycare and my wife is still working and I'll go do a day hike or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I'll do that, but I don't take like multiple days. Okay. Myself. Not, not right now. Yeah. Yeah. For me, uh, that's where my winter camping came in, you know? um, So the guys I go with are actually, uh, they're much older than me. The, uh, the next guy who's closest in age to me is 10 years older and then it's 15 and then actually uh, 30 years older than me. And, And we go winter camping every winter and people are like, why do you go winter camping? I was like, well, one, there's not a lot of, uh, it's easy to take vacation, you know, in, in late January, early February. And two, it's just a a great experience to get away and do something for myself. And, And actually my wife has started to do that with some of her girlfriends from, from college. Like they'll do a trip where it's just them getting together, but it's a vacation without me, without the kids. And, uh, you know, so I would say if you're single and you don't, or you don't have kids yet, don't be afraid to, um, be creative with your vacation and take it in, you know, these off months here or there. And if you are married and even if you have kids and, and yeah, there are certain seasons of life where it's just a little tougher than others. And, you know, even though John, your kids and my kids are around the same age, I think it all, again, depends on dynamics, but if you can take some time off just for yourself um, and not necessarily with your family, I know you might feel a little guilty. It's going to be something that's going to refuel you and make you a better husband or wife and father or mother. Uh, So definitely encourage that. All right. So we've talked about time. Now, when it comes to the actual vacation, I think it's important to, um, to one, look at as a vacation. I think the the main purpose is to refuel yourself, right? And I'm going to be very careful about how I say this. So as I mentioned before, going to Disney World does not refuel me. As an extrovert, it's odd, but it just drains me to death, right? Sitting on a beach, uh, hiking in the mountains, that's the kind of stuff that refuels me. So if I'm doing a Disney vacation like we did last summer, I'm still trying to plan a vacation for myself uh, where I can refuel. Um, I think one of the most important things you can do is find those things that refuel you and then get rid of those things that drain you. And so one of those things I'll bring up and then I'm curious what you would add to the list are your cell phones, right? So I don't know if you do this, John, I don't put my work email on my, um, my phone because I don't want uh, to be distracted with that. I give my phone to my wife and I tell people, if you need to get in touch with me, you can call or text me, but it better be an emergency because my wife is going to respond. And so you're going to have to explain to her why you're interrupting her vacation. And people, uh, you know, it's funny. I've thrown that thread around and one person violated that once. And, you know, I, uh, my, my wife really did respond kind of like, um, you know, this is our family time and it's never happened again. It's Ah, never happened again. So it's been good. So I would say that's my number one rule when it comes to finding a vacation that refuels you is get rid of the cell phone. Yeah. I, the technology I think is allows you to be connected in a way that wasn't, wasn't true 20 years ago. Right. And so you can bring work with you wherever you go. And just like, I agree with that. I think that's a cool strategy. I, I don't, I have work email on my phone. Um, but I also turn off the notifications. Actually that's true all year round. Mm-hmm. So my email never buzzes at me. I go and get email. So I look at email when I want to look at email versus it buzzing at me. So that's just one strategy that I've done with my phone. For me, it's more my laptop. You know, mm-hmm. let me not bring my laptop. 
uh, you know, and because I, I bring it everywhere with me, quite honestly, you know, and, and sometimes I need it for a vacation necessarily because I've got whatever, you know, different information on there that I'll bring it just in case where I got movies on it necessarily. So, so I might do that, but uh, yeah, get rid of that technology. I'm a huge fan of that. Again, I haven't gone so far as you, Chris. I love that idea about the cell phone. Yeah, I mean, it was just one of those things where I remember uh, getting burned by it because I brought my phone and, you know, it was like two weeks before uh, a work camp that we were doing with middle school students and people were just calling me incessantly. And it was just, it, it like ruined. I, I Like for me, it was building up anxiety um, and I don't want that on a vacation. So, so I, why, I, why did you go on vacation two weeks before a big work camp? Well, because <laughs> when you're in ministry and someone offers you a beach house for free, oh, um, okay. you take it. So, you know, it's, um, you know, I would have loved to, well, now that I, I, there's a little bit more financial security and, uh, planning, um, well, and, and actually that brings up a great point. Uh, I plan my vacations after those big events and, and that's the other thing. Yeah. Don't plan a vacation right before something big because, um, it'll get you in trouble. And I understand that sometimes you have restrictions with that, but that's where you gotta get control of your schedule. But yeah, it's rule, <clears throat> rule like number one is leave that technology behind. Um, and, uh, and then I would say rule number two is, uh, don't, don't do anything that's going to wear yourself out. Like, uh, get some good sleep, uh, get rest. Um, don't be afraid to go to bed, you know, while the sun is still setting. Um, which I know that's really rough as a little kid, but you know, as an adult, if it's nine o'clock or, um, even eight 30, you know, go to bed early and, and just take your time. Like don't rush on your vacation. Uh, use it to refuel it. Um, and, and then I would also add, uh, take time, take time to refuel your prayer life as well. Um, I don't know if you do this, I'll, I'll bring a devotional or try to find time to journal, um, in the mornings before we get up and go. But for me, it's, it's really about trying to refocus and refuel. Yeah. The, 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 the whole devotion and spirituality piece. I would love that. I just, it's not in my reality and I don't make that a priority on vacation right now. And so, um, I need to, it's something I want to do, but for me, like I have taken some vacation to go do a retreat for myself. So going back to your idea oh, yeah, yeah. for yourself that I have done, not, not recently, not since I've had kids, certainly, you know, but you know, I remember taking a weekend retreat or a, a week long retreat uh, as my vacation. And I mean, not vacation because you know, basically my boss would always say, no, do retreat. It's good for you. Go do it. You don't need to take vacation time. But, okay. but again, take that time. You know, if, if you have a, a pastor or a leader that, that's building a retreat time for you, you know, that's another way to, to really rejuvenate too. And I would tack that on to this idea of vacation. Uh, especially when it comes to the spiritual rejuvenation piece, because when I'm on vacation, whether it's at a beach or Disneyland, uh, I'm not thinking that, uh, maybe I should, but I don't like, I just want to like relax and enjoy the family. Uh, yeah. and I try to schedule less things, not more things. Um, but neither here nor there. That's the way I think. Yeah, but you know, you bring up a good point and that's a conversation for another time of things that, you know, it, it, if you, you should be able to go to your pastor and say, Hey, I want to take a retreat and not make that necessarily vacation time. Yeah. Although if, if he says no, then yeah, definitely uh, don't be afraid to make that a, a personal vacation for yourself as well. Um, but yeah. And uh, you know, I'm not trying to come off more like, well, I got vacation solved, John, you know, and uh, you're, 
you're definitely struggling with that. Um, <laughs> but it's also, I know people who like to go on these high adventure vacations, you know, or Disney World uh, totally rejuvenates them and excites them and, and gets them pumped. And, and so, you know, again, it, it's very hard to say all vacations should just be sitting on a beach reading a book. You know, mm -hmm. I, I think there are different ways and it's really looking at how you refuel them. Um, if you are a pastor or you supervise someone, I think we have a responsibility as leaders to make sure our team is taking vacation. And in fact, uh, I think it's great if, you know, you are overlooking someone's uh, hours and you see that they haven't taken vacation in a while, just encouraging them and maybe even helping them to look at their calendar to take time off. Uh, and if you struggle to take vacation, I think it's also a huge sign that you're doing too much and you're not delegating enough. And so if you're listening to this and you're saying like, man, John, Chris, it sounds like a pipe dream. Uh, you know, I'm totally jealous of you guys. It's something we've had to work towards. It's something where we've had to in, instill trust in our volunteers or coworkers to run things while we're gone. It's something that, you know, we've really had to look at um, and plan ahead, <clears throat> plan ahead as John called me out, you know, don't plan a vacation right before a work camp. You know, <laughs> it, it takes work to, to do that. But once you get that culture going, uh, then, uh, and make it a priority, then it should be fairly simple. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So do you have any big vacations planned this summer? I do. We have, it's our 10th wedding anniversary this summer. And so my wife and I are getting away without the kids nice. actually. So nice. looking forward to that. So it'll be a nice little break while my mom watches and hangs out with the kids. Uh, we'll go on vacation and enjoy each other without people hanging on my leg. There you go. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. We got uh, the Jersey shore, um, which is uh capped off with uh, my wife and I going up to Manhattan to see Springsteen on Broadway. So I'm pretty pumped about that. Cool. Being Jersey, uh, you, know, you can take the kid out of Jersey, but you can't take Jersey out of the kid. But uh, um, so anyway, uh, yeah, looking forward to these times to rest and rejuvenate. Um, and uh, I mean, don't worry, everyone who's listening, we're not taking summer vacation from the podcast. This is important to, that you guys, we will sacrifice our vacation time to make sure that you get quality uh, material. But if you uh, want, uh, if you have questions about how to take the best vacation ever, uh, feel free to shoot us a, uh, an email at questions at the church podcast.org. Um, you can always find us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook. We're all over the place. Uh, you can find John on his website, johnrinaldo.com or me at marathonyouthministry.com. And definitely uh, leave your reviews on iTunes and let us know how we're doing and, and share um, all, all this good stuff with your friends, your family, your coworkers. Uh, if uh, you're listening to us on vacation, that's great. I'm hoping this refuels you and not stresses you out. But Anyway, thank you so much for joining us. John, any final words? Take vacation. Take vacation. All right. Thanks, everyone. We love you, and we'll see you next time. Bye.